Morgan's AM, your pre-market briefing. US equity markets were little changed overnight ahead of tonight's key jobs data. The Dow dipped 10 points or 0.03%. The broader S&P 500 eased 0.1%. Consumer staples down 2.1% and materials down 1.3%, leading seven of the 11 primary sectors lower. The Nasdaq slipped 0.1%. The small capitalization Russell 2000 index bucked the weaker trend, adding 0.1%. In US corporate earnings released after the closing bell, Levi Strauss fell over 2.5% in extended trading after the apparel company cut its full-year sales forecast after revenue fell short of consensus expectations in the third quarter. The company's CEO noted that the company's value-based denim lines have been especially softer. Clearly, that's an indication that the value consumer is under pressure, the CEO said. In US economic data, the US trade deficit shrank 10% in August to a near three-year low of $58.3 billion, reflecting a change in consumer spending habits and possibly some developing weakness in the economy. Meanwhile, the number of workers applying for first-time unemployment benefits remained near relatively low levels for the third consecutive week, with weekly jobless claims rising by 2,000 to 207,000 last week. The non-farm payrolls report for September is released tonight, with economists expecting 170,000 new jobs to have been added last month. The consumer credit report for August is also released tonight. European bourses were mixed, with the pan-European stock 600 index up 0.3%, with the travel and leisure sector gaining 1.5%. Germany's DAX eased 0.2%, however France's CAC inched 0.02% higher. Alstom tumbled almost 38% after the French train manufacturer warned that cash flow would turn sharply negative this year rather than significantly positive as previously announced because of inventory buildup and delays to a big UK electric train project. In broader stock moves, Pandora jumped almost 12% after the Danish jeweller presented a well-received strategic plan and upgraded financial targets. In economic data, the German trade surplus fell to 16.6 billion euros in August, down from a revised 17.7 billion euros in July, but above economists' forecast for 15 billion euros. Exports unexpectedly shrank by 1.2% in August, imports falling 0.4%. London's FTSE 100 added half a percent despite fresh falls on crude markets and the major miners seeing some fresh selling. Anglo-American was down 1.5% and Glencore down 0.8% although Rio Tinto gained half a percent. Tobacco giant Imperial Brands gained almost 4% after saying it will buy back a further £1.1 billion in shares as it announced it was on track to hit forecasts this year. Outside the FTSE 100, Metro Bank PLC tumbled almost 26% after the Financial Times reported that the Challenger Bank was in talks about an urgent £600 million capital raise. In UK economic data, the S&P Global SIPS construction PMI dropped to 45 in September from 50.8 in August, well below economists' forecast for a reading of 49.9. Residential work was by far the worst performing sector, logging the steepest downturn since April 2009 outside the pandemic. Base metals were weaker, copper fell 0.8% to be trading around $3.58 a pound, retreating for a fourth straight session and back to lows touched in May. The key industrial metal is down approximately 4.5% week-to-date and on pace for the biggest weekly decline since November 2022. Elsewhere, nickel lost 1.4%, aluminium shed 0.7%, as did zinc. Benchmark spot iron ore fell 70 cents, or 0.6%, to $114.75 a metric tonne. 
Gold settled $3 lower at $1,831.80 an ounce, the lowest level since the 8th of March, and almost 11% below the second highest settlement on record of $2,055.70 an ounce logged on the 4th of May. Oil prices extended the sharp declines of the previous session that saw both benchmark indices decline 5.6%. WTI fell a further $1.91 or 2.3% to $82.31 a barrel, their lowest settlement since the 30th of August. The benchmark US contract is down over 10% since touching a one-year high of $95.05 only last week. Brent shed $1.74 or 2% to $84.07 a barrel. Some traders said a build-up in speculative long positions as WTI and Brent pushed above $90 a barrel last month also set the stage for an aggressive round of profit-taking. Meanwhile, there are some reports that say Saudi Arabia has raised its official selling prices to Asia for a fifth month in a row, suggesting the kingdom remains confident about oil demand. US 10-year Treasury yields slipped two basis points to 4.72%. The two-year note yield fell two and a half basis points to 5.02% the lowest yield settlement for the short-dated maturity since the 14th of September. The Australian dollar is buying around 63.72 US cents, a final reading of retail sales for August headlines today's Australian economic calendar, while the Reserve Bank of Australia releases its financial stability review. This is general advice only, and we have not considered your needs or objectives.